From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MVW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Thursday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio this morning. We will talk with uh, Jeffrey Wright here soon, waiting on him to uh, to log in, to give him a call. Obviously, coronavirus, schedules, suspended NBA season, still overtaking uh, the uh, talking points today as uh, we get started. Um, Ole Miss did beat ULM yesterday, but that seems of absolutely no consequence yeah. right now. Yeah, let's uh, let's eight, not. I think eighteen to seven was the score, but whatever. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll get to everything here on today's show. Is here with you over the next uh, hour and a little bit on a podcast brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. Daiquiris, ribs, lunch specials, great gas prices, courtesy of the Speed Pass Plus out, the Mobile Rewards Program, and more. The Oxford Crystal is right next door. The, the uh, Crystal is in Sotillo, is operational and doing well. So uh, a lot of options there as you're getting out to raid the uh, the convenience stores for toilet paper and water and bread and basically having our pandemic version of a, uh, a milk and bread milkshake right now. So um, Oxford Exxon, Oxford Crystal, and again, to coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. If you're in the market for a car, uh, if you think you're going to be in the market for a car, hell, you're going to have a lot of free time. If you just want to get a quote for fun, it would be a time to do it. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell uh, Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is up to you. Uh, Corey wants to be your car guy. He wants to be your truck guy, and he'll prove to you what that means when you make the call, 662-257-1900. Guest, including Jeffrey Wright, will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Uh, Rafters reopening after spring break on uh, Friday. Be a, uh, if there's college basketball to watch, you can watch them on the screens there. Uh, if you were planning to go to Swayze and they still play college baseball, they'll have that on the screens there as well. Be a good place to get together, have a few beers, watch the uh, watch the games. And then on Sunday, of course, they have their bluegrass brunch. It begins at 1045. Uh, chicken and waffles, homemade biscuits, mimosas, Bloody Marys. Sounds pretty good. 1045 at uh, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. So yesterday was the tipping point day in sports as far as cancellations, as far as changes to schedules in general. Um from a local angle, the SEC basketball tournament did happen. Ole Miss loses to Georgia last night to end its basketball season. Neil has coverage of that at rebelgrove.com. Um, fans were allowed in. That will not be the case starting today. No fans in the arena at Bridgestone. Uh, I got to be honest. I'm I'm really – we rarely in the Clark Ford studio have the TV on. I've got it on today because I, I'm – I don't know why. I'm, I'm expecting – I'm expecting them to, to to pull the plug. Yeah, I expect today to be the day things just get suspended in general. Um, we'll, we'll get to that. There's a lot of different things, but um, also as of right now, and I stress that at 8:10 a.m. on Thursday, um, no fans at all spring SEC sporting events. Basically, all sporting events around the country. Uh, essential personnel, families, whatever. But again, I, I see this changing at some point. But as of right now, they're playing the games with no fans starting on Friday night. Um, the SEC announced that just after the Ole Miss game last night on SEC Network with uh, with Greg Sankey. 
But I'm, I'm going to run through this because I think it's uh, I, I think it's relevant, and maybe not all of it, but I think it was Brian Fisher yesterday on Twitter listed everything sports related that happened yesterday related to the coronavirus. We're talking fifty to sixty different things. Just I mean, boom, boom, yeah. boom, bullet points. Yeah. From eleven, basically eleven thirty yesterday morning Pacific to nine forty three last night when Fred Hoiberg was uh, diagnosed with influenza A, not coronavirus, for the Nebraska oh, coach. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, so they were quarantined for a little while following their game, but that is not. They were released fine. There was no, there were no issues there as that as that happened. Um, so many places to go here. Um, to where I'm almost kind of getting scatterbrained a little bit. The big news last night, the NBA suspends its season as um, Rudy Gobert tested positive for coronavirus. Neil was watching live. Jazz Thunder stopped seconds before tip-off. Yeah, so um, so here's what happened for people who didn't see it, because a lot of you were probably watching Ole Miss Georgia or not. You probably weren't watching NBA League Pass because I'm, I'm the insane one. There had been some rumblings in the, earlier in the day. Some people on the Utah Jazz beat had – clearly been frustrated with what was coming from a coverage deal and uh frankly by seven o'clock i know Ole Miss pulled within five at one point in that game last night but there was never a moment where anyone rational thought Ole Miss was beating Georgia Georgia played with more energy blah 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 blah. I flipped flipped over to OKC and uh in Utah because I just kind of wanted to see it I had a feeling this is going to be the last NBA game for a little while and uh, I flipped to it, and they were—they had introduced the lineups. They were getting—I mean, they were on the court, and suddenly there was movement around that scores table, and r- immediately you knew what it was. And they called Quinn Snyder, the Jazz coach, Billy Donovan, the Thunder coach, t- to uh, uh, midcourt, talked for a minute, and then they went to their respective benches, and it was hey, peace. And the officials came, got their stuff, left. Couple minutes, few minutes later, they did this little weird had this like weird five minute mm-hmm. interim thing that was kind of strange where nobody knew what was going on yeah it was almost like hey how do we announce this and i think that's exactly what it was and, and then they announced it and uh you know you know the rest and the, the jazz were quarantined last night there's going to be news that come out from there all of the jazz players personnel some of the media who covered them were all tested Supposedly, the Jazz are preparing two different charters today, one for people who test positive, one for people who don't. Um, they had to stay in Oklahoma City last night. Of course, they had to go back to a hotel. They had checked out of a hotel. They have to go back to a hotel, and you're putting people back in a hotel, and the hotel doesn't know, are we are we letting in people that have coronavirus? It's, it's, it was a weird night in the NBA, and then uh, – I think the league announced immediately, hey, we're going to suspend this thing. And But I think they were going to let the Pelicans and Kings play. And one of the officials at the Pelicans-Kings game had worked a Utah game a couple of nights ago. And they're like, you know what? We can't. We don't know. Does he have it? So they 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 before those teams ever tipped, they they suspended that game as well. And, and, and the NBA has shut down. Uh, we've already had a couple questions in the main in the um, in this live stream. You know, what are you hearing? What I heard last night from talking to some people who are around the NBA, and then we just heard it just then from Brian Windhorst and Rachel Nichols. Six to eight, eight to ten weeks, likely, and the NBA can can resume, which is going to get us into the topics that we cover more in a minute. I, I think I think those are 
Those are ex- what they said just then on that. I guess what the, what's that show called? Get Up, which I never watch. Um, I think that's accurate. Yeah, and I'm going to set Jeffrey up in a second from an SEC standpoint. Basically, all the athletic directors met for hours yesterday in Nashville to discuss different options, and they had the the, the duh three options: you go as planned, just being safer; you do no fans, or you postpone, suspend, cancel, whatever word you want to use for things, and. At first, it seemed like, hey, they're probably going to go to no fans, but it's going to be next week, the week after. Kind of wanted to get through the basketball tournament and then go from there. And then uh, somewhere around mid-afternoon, things started changing rapidly, basically after Mark Emmert came out and said no fans at the NCAA tournament. And when that happened, things uh, progressed to the point that they were just trying to figure out how to announce it and what exactly to uh, say. Jeffrey, I saw you on Twitter last night. You think everything is getting shut down in the next 48 hours, don't you? Uh... Can you give me till Monday? Sure. If you'd like it. Yeah, I, I do. I think I think there's going to be some hanging on, but inevitably, I think that's where it's going to fall. I, I think, like, take for instance, I, and this honestly, I'm not crapping on the SEC. I'm not crapping on the SEC, but think about yesterday, like in terms of how this all developed. They were planning on playing the conference tournament up until Wednesday, what, Wednesday at noon, probably Neil. Uh, yeah, yeah. They were gonna. They, I think they were still holding on to the hope that this thing was going to go on as normal up until Wednesday around midday. The the ads yeah. met all morning. Uh, you know, and these conference tournaments are happening all over the country. I, I, I do think as late morning got into the lunch hour. From what I was kind of told by some people last night, I think it became obvious that. And you and I talked about this because of Selection Sunday. They they do they did have a natural target they could punt to, and right. and I think I think they elected to. Um, and look, they might scrap this today. I don't know. I think they elected to take that option and say, "Hey, let's go ahead and punt. We can punt this thing to Sunday afternoon. We have until Sunday to uh, to kill it if we have to kill it because." You know, obviously, we don't announce it until Sunday at five o'clock. Hey, you know, Xavier, you're going to here, and 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 Tennessee, you're going to here, and and so they do have until that time because the plans are in place to send those teams places. But, um, I'm like you. I don't think I need till Monday. I think I'd want till midday Sunday to to say something emphatic. But if you made me bet today, and let me say this, I I hope I'm wrong. But if you made me bet today, I would bet against the tournament happening well if, with everything i feel like every league is waiting on patient zero right now i mean nba got it last night with rudy gobert and you know, i was talking to i was talking to an baseball person yesterday and they said all you're waiting on is one lsu to player to get it and then yeah. what happens they can't travel they're having to be like it just it shuts everything down so it does it it feels like it's just simply a matter of time if i'm being honest let's get one thing straight sure uh my job is to talk about sports uh, do you think I want this? <laughs> well, I mean, and, and it, it, that, I, I mean, that, legitimate that, thing. I called Neil last night, and I, I, we were being serious. I said, "Look, we can do a podcast because we can talk about whatever, I guess." But with no sports, what is going on the website? What are we doing? And I, I mean, I was serious. I told Neil, I said, "Are we covering news? Are we literally going to become news reporters for a month just to do something and, and, and give content?" Well, I mean, th- this is what drives me insane. Is there's two, there's two reasons, in my opinion, or two critical reasons, in my opinion. But this, this 
let's call it what it is now. It is officially a pandemic. Even the president admitted to this. This health crisis became political. And because it became political, it got insufferable. And now we're at a point where countries throughout the world are shut down and everyone in America is calling us pussies because we're shutting down. I mean, that's where we are. And when you turn the air down, I'm hot. It's just driving me insane. And it's absurd to me. Are you, I mean, I don't know this. You and I haven't really talked about it. I've just, we've just seen Twitter and back and forth and stuff from a sports standpoint. I'm, I, I, I get it. Cause what they're doing here is if you can slow the spread, it doesn't overtake hospitals. It does a lot of, you don't necessarily minimize the, the outbreak, but you do spread it out. If that makes sense, which is a huge positive and which allows healthcare to, to, to be more efficient. I think that's a different argument for me than some of the just personal argument as far as everybody must stay in the house for the next six weeks. I don't necessarily think that's logical, and I think the way we're just buying up stuff at the grocery store in bulk right now is one of the dumber things we could possibly do. In my opinion, two things can be true. Yeah. Or even three things can be true. Sure. Number one, there can be panic, an unjustified panic, which I do think we have plenty of examples of existing. Number two, This can be an infectious disease that spreads incredibly rapidly. And number three, it can also be an infectious disease that a large portion of people will contract and it will not affect them to a extreme degree. With that being said, it can still be an infectious, an infectious disease. And I think what, I think what was lost throughout all of this it starts, of course, with it started, of course, with the president. Essentially, the markets are tanking and the president knows this as well as anyone else that follows politics, even with a grade school level understanding. Unless something happened to the economy. He was staring at reelection pretty handedly. The world markets start tanking because of this. And all of a sudden, you know, he's throwing out the media conspiracies. On the flip side, the media has never been, based based on my research, the media, according to, according to surveys from respected institutes, the mainstream media has never been trusted or respected less in American history. And so you had irresponsible news coverage of this. You had a president that was making claims that were not true and claims that went against even his own White House claims and his own medical professionals. And then you have the media that are portraying this as something more than it is and that it's the end of the world, it's apocalyptic. And so it wound up just being... This massive, I mean, for lack of a better word, it was a, it was a football game against your arch rival. And you had a lot of people that are sitting in the middle and like, I, it, I imagine it's like being in Chicago, Illinois, when the Egg Bowl's on on Thursday night or on Thanksgiving night. Like, you realize these two people hate each other. But you're like, man, I, uh, I just want to watch some football. And it was just, 
it's been so annoying. It's been so insufferable. And now it's reached like our home levels of, you know, I got a honeymoon planned at the end of June. I got a panicked fiance. I got, uh, you know, we're in the, you know, we're looking for a house right now. And, you know, I've got a mother that's panicked because they're close to the retirement age. And you do have the float down option though, Jeffrey. So we do have the float down option and shout outs to Jason Lowe who's (laughs) had to deal with us because wow, what an experience that must have been. Sorry. Um, Community mortgage. I cannot recommend them enough because again, you can lock in now and if the rates change, you still get the lower rate. But more importantly, when you're doing a loan, a lot of this, especially, or at least in the housing market that I'm in right now, you need a lot of things done very quickly. And I can text Jason and get it done in about 15 minutes, which is unbelievable to think about. Yeah. Which, yeah. and to me, like, that's that's why you go to Community Mortgage, because you actually can get Jason's phone number. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. <clears throat> but, like, that's where we are now. Like, it's it, it's just been insufferable. And, you know, America's not a bunch of pussies for shutting down. And if you think that, you're fucking stupid. Push the button. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm so, I'm so, like, put out with this. Because there is one way to slow this thing down. And you slow this thing down by shutting down. South Korea did it. For God's sakes, China did it. And it's and this is what's interesting to me. We were we were just listening to this a minute ago. Uh, Brian Windhorst was talking specifically about the Chinese Basketball Association, which I know nobody cares about. But this is where I think this is interesting. He said in China they basically shut it down. It's been about nine weeks, and things are just now beginning to return to normal. He was talking about how the Chinese Basketball Association teams have begun calling the players back. They're going to get them back, make sure everybody's healthy, test people, all that stuff, and then you know try to resume at some point, I think you said mid-April, which is a month from now. You know, That very well could be what we're looking at in this country. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. But I heard this number a lot last night from people. I heard eight to ten weeks of kind of a – like I, I'm anticipating news out of Major League Baseball today. They might punt a little bit. They might say, hey, we're just going to shut camps down and, and reevaluate. I don't know. thought it was interesting. Joe Madden, the manager of the Angels, said last night, you know, hey, I think we're going to get a one-month reset button here. We're going to shut it down for about a month and then come back and figure out where we are. And I thought it was interesting, and I don't know whether it was just because it's a, a date on the calendar there was a whole lot of th- the word three weeks yesterday from a lot of a lot of sports organizations. You know, we're gonna a lot of co- colleges. Um, you know, hey, we're, we're gonna we're gonna shut it down for it. We're gonna add a week of spring break. We're gonna you know whatever, and we're gonna revisit this in three weeks as if three weeks is some magic number. And maybe it is. I don't know. There was a, a lot of that. I tend to think the more realistic number based on what I was hearing last night is is. 
somewhere between six to ten weeks before we can really get back to anything resembling normal. I was I was reading a 538 story last night where it was talking about that everybody's focused on temperature, that humidity is what they think potentially kills this off. Um, now, again, they have no idea yet if it's seasonal or not. If it's like SARS where it just goes away and doesn't come back, who knows? But they thought that humidity levels during that time would get to a point where it would start to dissipate because of the, basically, the when it gets on a surface, how long it can survive and its water bubble or whatever. Again, I'm not a scientist. And Don't start me there. But This is the, this is a thing that's, that's driven me insane as well. The whole, the reason why, the reason why it feels like we're taking drastic measures is because this has not been explained very well. And those that actually did good coverage, and uh, I give full credit, I think the New York Times has actually done a very good co- very good job of being realistic and reasonable in their coverage of this, and I think the Washington Post has done a very good job of this. Outside of that, I haven't seen a whole lot of, of what I would consider to be responsible coverage. We are this we're basically back to like primitive stages in dealing with this because yes, it has symptoms that we're familiar with and we we are used to treating, but we've never seen this virus before. And so we can't play defense against it. And because we can't play defense against it, the only defense that has been effective is the shutdown. And it it works. And so that's the reason why it feels like we're taking drastic measures. If you think it's an overreaction, I do think there's some uh, – I can concede that it it does seem drastic. The point that I would make is it's the only defense we got right now. What, what does our economy look like in – Eight to ten weeks, though, if that's the case, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just that's the part that I keep focusing on today because I was talking to a lot of people locally, and I mean, if summer basically starts in Oxford, like, I mean, real quick, are you saying domestic, like domestic economy, or are you saying like what do the markets look like? Well, either, whatever. I mean, yeah, take your pick, but I mean, locally, and I get this is such a microcosm, and really not even that, but Ole Miss is pro- is well, not probably they're going to do another week of spring break, it sounds like, and then they're going to go online only for at least some period of time. I was talking to one person yesterday that said, well, some of the problem with that, even on that period of time thing, is so you're going to send all these kids home going into areas that are likely more affected or infected than, than, than Mississippi is. He didn't think they would come back. Thought that once you're gone, they're probably gone for the semester. It'd be very hard to get them back. Yeah. So, but the point is, summer starts I, now. Whoever, whoever that guy is, I, I'm, I would listen to his thoughts. Yeah, summer, summer okay. starting now, businesses locally, they'll be – 10 to 15 businesses in downtown in Oxford that frankly might have to either shut down or completely change their models. I mean, there's only a few people immune to something like that locally. Uh, I, uh, it's why, it's why, uh, you know, when, when Trump, uh, when he suggested, you know, we're, we're going to make sure the hourly people, are not ruined by this. Mark Cuban said that, you know, they're instituting a policy with the Mavericks that are going to help take care of those people. I, I think it could get, I think it could get pretty bad. I do not think unlike, like for instance, the mark, the financial markets being down, I think that is a little bit, you know, to be a very, you know, surface level, a large portion of that is, you know, basically 20% of the world has been quarantined. And when 27% of the world isn't engaging in commerce, markets go down. 
Like I, I, to me, that's and it, really what it's shown is how dependent financial markets throughout the world, the U.S. economy, the world economy, is on China. Locally, man. I mean, think about this, man. South by Southwest, which is a name brand. I mean, I get it. It's kind of indie. It's cool. It's whatnot. But because they because they canceled, I mean, they started laying off people, man, left and right. And I do think that it, it could be bad for it could be bad for months. Yeah, and I mean, look, I'm not saying they should shut down instead, but Ole Miss is not equipped for online courses and basically in in, in a majority of courses. They simply either it can't be taught or they're not set up technologically for it. So you're, I mean, again, this is not really a criticism as much as you're just kicking the can down the road and really not accomplishing much at all by doing this. And that's, I think they're buying them. It's like the insane message yesterday. I think everyone's just at this point. I think a lot of people at this point are buying themselves time because they don't know what to do. And by the way, I don't think, I'm not pointing the finger at them saying you should know what to do. I completely understand why you don't know what to do because no one there's there's so much unknown. Ole Miss and, this morning was trying to figure out what to do, or yesterday, I guess. I was talking to somebody about it this morning, was trying to figure out what to do about dorms. You've got international students, you have other students that just have nowhere to go, and it's what it's what people in in, in the UK are dealing with more. I was reading this from The Guardian yesterday. So Harvard, this is one day ago in the story, so if it's outdated, I apologize, said Harvard University in the U.S. told students on Tuesday they must move out of their houses and student residences by no later than Sunday and that all classes would be conducted online after the spring holiday in an attempt to contain the spread of the infection. No cases yet have been detected at the university. Oxford University said it would remain open despite a second student testing positive for coronavirus. In a statement, it said Public Health England has advised the university that the risk to other students and staff is very low and that university and college activities Activities can continue as normal. I mean, Neil and I were talking on the phone yesterday, and he goes, "I, you know, I expect to have to drive up to Fayetteville and 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 get Campbell." Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do talking. anticipate going up there next weekend to load her stuff. I think I think they're going to shut it down. All the, every indication there, and it it was it was you know you can feel something move quickly, and you know you use the analogy of yeah. a car going down the hill, and at some point it's going so fast that you can't stop it. It felt like that. I mean, the, the the correspondence that they were getting and that professors were sending and that, you know, just I, I saw screenshots. Just, it, it's going to be really hard to put that toothpaste back in the tube. And, and, and the truth is there are more cases than we know of. And as we, we're going to start hearing of more cases as more as testing becomes more prevalent. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I anticipate she'll be home for the semester and, and, uh, one of the reasons that I'm making a, a liquor run today, uh, it's is there's you know she was she was not I'm sure she loves being home. Coming home for five months was not in the plans. Uh, but you know there's a lot of people that here's the thing, and I'm I've 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 kind of flip flopped on this over the course of the week. Yeah, I, I know what it's going to do to markets, and I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that it, it hasn't stressed me out a little bit. But if we as a if we as a country don't get it under control, the thing is, according to top doctors, ten times more lethal than the flu. I'm really tired of the flu comparison. It it's it's not the flu. It's different than the flu. It's a lot worse than the flu. And, For the record, you're to a swine flu survivor. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, I did too. I had to think for a second that paused me. You did. 
I survived. Hey, has that ten times number been confirmed? That's been a weird. It's a top. Th- it's been some fuzzy math. It's on a that top a medical bit. person saying okay. it. I mean, it's it's and th- I've seen X-rays of what it's done to people's lungs. Yeah, I guess the point is we still don't know how many people have it. So saying that there's a mortality rate is very hard to determine. It's not really argumentative. Right. It's just I'm of the opinion that it's everywhere, and if it's everywhere, we don't know a mortality rate. But when we talk about markets. Let the let the uh, let the hospitals get to a place. Let the doctors get to a place where there's just there's no there, there's no more room where you're doing what they're having to do in Italy, which is decide who dies and decide who lives. Uh, you'll see chaos that'll do things to the market that that we've never imagined before, in my opinion. So, look, I I hope I'm wrong. I I, I really do because I I'm I'm an American. I'm used to having freedom of movement and and getting to. Watch everything, and and you know, last night when the NBA shut down, I was like, oh my god, what am I going to do with my nights now? And and but but I do think I do think there's going to be a pretty major shutdown for a while. I I, I but if we don't get it under control, and this thing isn't subject to some of the same laws of of nature that that other viruses are, and we don't know if we don't get it under control. You start running into the fall. You start running into a, a, a much longer kind of a thing. Where Stop. Stop it. Uh, well. I'm sacrificing my second favorite sporting event of the year. Don't you dare come after football. That's kind of one thing. It's, if it's seasonal, it has a chance to come back. Whether it's not seasonal, you might could just get rid of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it, It's almost kind of, hey, what, what six of one, half a dozen of the other, what are you really wishing for right now? I want to get it under control and make it go away so that the summer, sometime this summer, the country can start getting back to normal and that in the fall, we are back to normal. Thank you. Much better. (laughs) But what I'm saying is I do think that you have to start listening to people. And some of these top medical people have been saying this. we've, We've got to have, what's the word they use? Social distancing. Yeah, yes. I think it was Oregon and Washington that banned anything over 250 people, period, um, no matter what, um, moving forward. I think those are the first two states that have done that. Well, like people are talking about the, in, the, in the stream here about the NFL draft. You can do the NFL draft from remote locations. You don't have to have the song. Oh, did you see the boats? Yeah, you, you can do it without the boats. You really can. I mean, the truth is a lot of that stuff, the made-for-TV stuff, you can still operate as normal. People talk about the NBA and the offseason and stuff. The NBA can still hold its draft. They can hold their draft in the playoffs. It, it, it doesn't have to have a big song and dance thing. You can, you can do all of the things that you want to – that structurally, you can do all of those things without convening everyone in one place. Was that uh, what I saw you retweet it last night, Jeffrey? The NBA players sharing the planes did is that yeah. is that going to have a, an impact on anything? We think. I think the I think these the the correct answer is we don't know. Okay. I mean, you mean sharing different charters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were able to connect that Grizzlies some charter the Jazz had to five six other teams, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, planes recirculate the air. I mean, you know what I mean. That's why I think the NBA is very clearly going to do this eight to ten week shutdown. I, I, there's to me, there's no doubt that's what they're doing. They're a pretty progressive league. Silver is more proactive than he is reactive. I think that's exactly where they're going. They've played enough of the season where they can say, "Hey, this is what we're going to do. This is 
this is how the playoffs are going to be set up. Deal with it. I don't think they feel like they have to finish the the, the regular season. They can take a an eight to ten week break, which would be what middle of May, and then you you go play the playoffs, and you the, the playoffs go into the second weekend of of July. You can still do the draft as normal. It's going to push free agency back. It's going to make it where they have virtually no off season, but is what it is. <clears throat> Got anybody interesting on the show today, Jeff? Uh, well, I'm doing both shows today oh, by myself, so that's fun. Um, I mean, it's a news day. It's a news day. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff is trying to. Jeff is actually going to Fort Worth because, as of right now, the the AAC is going to play. Okay. I am curious to see if 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 games do tip off. I am too fascinated. Um, I can see where the conference tournaments, I can actually envision a world where conference tournaments play and then the, we don't have the tournament, which will be weird. Yeah. Cause you know, I the can- conference tournament, their, their argument is, and it's valid. Hey, we're already here anyway. We can just play it. But the problem with the, with the NCAA tournament is travel, like, travel. I mean, you got to put. I don't know, pick your team. Let's say Memphis gets in somehow. Memphis gets sent to where? Are you still going to hold the damn thing in Spokane? I mean, what are you doing? You got to put people in hotel rooms. Do you know the hotels are clean? It's it, You start getting into the liability word, too. So you send, you, send a, you send Memphis to Sacramento, and a kid gets COVID-19. And can he sue? You put me in a situation where I wouldn't have been in otherwise. You should have known it wasn't safe. I'm suing. That's why I, I just don't think the tournament's going to happen. I hope I'm wrong. I, I, if you made me bet today, I, we'll leave it here. If I made you bet today, does the NCAA tournament happen, Jeffrey? My bet is no. Yeah. Have a good day. All right, guys. It's Jeffrey Wright on the Raptors music and food hotline. Yeah, look. Jay Bill is saying right now on this that uh, – he doesn't see why games should continue, and I, I, I think I think the momentum is moving in that direction so strong. Here's another thing too: with the NBA making that decision last night, um, I was I saw a, and I'd love to give credit, and I don't remember because I've read so much on Twitter and so many stories. There was a sports legal expert, whatever, um, mm-hmm. however you kind of, it wasn't Michael McCann, but one of those type people okay. who said that the issue that colleges, SEC, NCAA, whatever's going to have now is that when the with the NBA making that determination, it brings litigation even more to the forefront should anything happen. And we're in right. such a litigious society as it is. Yes. That, that's why so many of these decisions are getting made. Let's just keep it real for a minute. It, of course. It, it's because of potential lawsuits. Of course. That the SEC, for example, just – Again, example, example, example. Baseball player gets it, fans get it, and they can try to track it back to a stadium or essential personnel. Forget even fans, just period. Sure. That in a in a in a legal ramification situation, you might have to prove or at least argue why the NBA with professional athletes had enough caution to cancel. However, you went ahead, thus putting people at risk. Right. That, that that potentially brings an extra level of, of litigation in play as this thing moves forward. Agreed. Um, yeah. Again, right, wrong, and different, not the point. But 
that was uh, that was an extra le- layer that came there. And that's why, look, I, I but just... The, but the, you said it a minute ago, and there was a story that came out earlier yesterday. It's now since outdated. It was incredibly well done. I read it. I can't remember who wrote it. It was about, hey, the NBA, MLB, they're all just waiting for patient zero. Yeah. And ironically, four hours later, they yeah. found him. The Athletic wrote the first story about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah no shock there. It was really good. Well, now they have patient zero. So the NBA was put in a position where they have no choice. And so now everyone else, really, Major League Baseball is on the clock at this moment. You have all these teams. How confident can you be? 30 teams, 26 players on the on the active roster, coaching staff, support staff, media relations, nutritionists, the whole deal, right? So what number do you want to put on each team? 50, 50 sure, people? Yeah, okay. Sure, whatever. 50 times 30 is 1,500. What are the odds that those 1,500 people, there's not one? Maybe the odds are good, but as soon as there is one, you have to quit. It's why this is not going to happen. It's why I'm, I'm just betting against all of it. And I hope, I hope I'm wrong. I'm not trying to be negative. I just think until there's almost this all clear given from the health, the, the medical community, the health community, I just think, I think, I think the button's getting pushed today, tomorrow. Take Ole Miss, for example. They're going to play a game with uh, – Ole Miss, for ba- baseball, is a revenue sport at Ole Miss. They make money off the sport. Yeah. It is in the budget to make money off the sport, especially when you've sold this many season tickets. Yeah. By the way, if you're a ticket holder, Ole Miss is going to contact you, try to figure out some way to compensate you in some fashion. I have no idea what that is. So, that's what Keith told me last night. So – now they are getting none of the revenue from a game other than obviously season tickets and money that's already in the coffers. Otherwise, nothing coming in. No concessions for the most part. I'm assuming none, period, frankly. No, 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 no. Um, none of that stuff. Way too much liability on but concessions. But yet you have every expense that still comes with the game. Yes. You're still having to figure out, how, even more than ever, stream it. Plus you get security, all these different things that you still are having to do. And this is not just baseball. This is every spring sport. Yes. So suddenly this is becoming a money drain to continue to do this on top of everything else. You're annoying season ticket holders, even though it's out of your control. There's, there are so many elements here, even beyond just waiting on a player to contract this virus that, yeah, I, again, I mean, nobody hopes I'm wrong more than me. I will be a little stunned if Ole Miss plays Arkansas in two weeks in baseball. That's about the time limit I'm putting on this in my mind. Yeah. I wouldn't be stunned to see them go to A&M next week. I would be a little surprised if they play the third weekend against Arkansas. Hell, I won't be surprised if they don't play this weekend. No, I am too. I'm yeah. just saying, if you made me put an over-under on something, that's yeah. the A&M weekend would be my over-under in the middle. Hey, do you think they play that weekend? Go under. If not, if so, you you get the over. That's that's kind of where I am. Hope I'm wrong. I mean, I, it's just I'm, I'm reading tea leaves – and even yesterday, and well, you got to hire security people to keep. It just it becomes. And so, if you're like a Missouri, for example, Kentucky, those are not not revenue sports. Those people are saying, "Hey, why are we doing this?" And those are the meetings that are going to happen today in Nashville. I think where some people say, "Hey, what are we doing? Why are we doing this?" Because you can't just play baseball and cancel everything else. Got to play. You got to play every spring sport or no spring sport. Mm-hmm. So, 
you get into all the security and all the supports and all the liability, like you just said, for all the different things. How do you determine what family is? I'm assuming that just goes on player tickets. I, I don't think they're actually going to get into genealogy here. I think we're just doing player tickets. But I was told last night that that was something that had been discussed around the room. People just were like, Ugh. maybe, maybe you just give. Hey, you have two tickets, or you have three tickets, or you have four tickets, or. But you know, when you let those people in, it, here's the liability thing: you let one of those people in, and it turns out they have it, and they spread it. And I don't think you'd be liable at that point, but I think those are the things where you start asking back to your point. Frankly, you might have to make every player sign a waiver. You might. Just go, hey, it is what it is if we're playing this game. So, so I don't I don't I don't know what, what's going to happen. As today gets going, I will be just sort of fat whether today is a sort of take a deep breath day or if today's the day that Major League Baseball announces they're shutting down, at which point the pressure uh, increases even more. Baseball's supposed to, what's today, the third, 12th? 12th. Baseball's supposed to start two weeks from today. Games are supposed to start two weeks from today. Curious if they hold out and say they're in open-air stadiums for the most part and that keeps anything. I doubt it, but that's yeah, sort of where... I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, the impression I got was that they... they the impression I got from talking to people who were around baseball was that they were going to either go all in or all out. Now, spectators won't be there. But you have traveling teams. You're putting people in the air. You're putting people in hotels. You're putting people in buses. You're, you're doing all of these things that create exposure when the medical community is saying, limit your exposure, limit your exposure. We'll uh, continue this in one second. First, tell you if you're injured, not sure where to go, no matter where you are, special orthopedic group as you cover with three convenient locations in Tupelo, Oxford, and New Albany. No referral is needed to schedule an appointment with one of SOG's fellowship trained subspecialized surgeons in any one of the three locations. The 24-hour scheduling SOG makes it easy to accommodate you. Call 767-4200 or request an appointment on their website, www.sogms.com. Special orthopedic group, choose a specialist, choose SOG. We're also brought to you by Oxford University Bank, OUB, locally owned and operated right here in Oxford. When you deposit money at OUB, that money and the vast majority of the bank's profits go right back into the Oxford community. They're home to Casasa, the absolute best cash checking account, also home to a commercial checking account, now paying 1% interest as long as you keep $10,000 in the account. comes with fully interactive online banking. To learn more, go to liveoxfordbankoxford.com or call 662-234-6668. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, it's a great place to go. Grenada Nissan USA is the website. Great uh, lease deals, uh, new previously owned vehicles as well there at Grenada Nissan. We're brought to you by John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Uh, obviously, if you are traveling this summer, if you are uh, traveling in the holidays, starting to plan travel, think about travel, you need a professional at this point, certainly. And I would highly recommend John. All you do is you give him a call. You give him some parameters. You give him a budget. He'll give you options. You don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first book trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. And uh, we are brought to you by... The Weston Jackson, I put my mailbag up yesterday. It's probably already a little outdated, but there was a lot of coronavirus talk in it. 
It is home to Soul Spa. It is home to Estelle Wine Bar and Bistro. It is a Marriott property in downtown Jackson. If you're traveling uh, in Jackson, doing work in Jackson, traveling through Jackson, or just need a place to recharge your batteries for a weekend, highly recommend the Weston Jackson in downtown Jackson. Podcast is brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com slash events. The uh, Oxford Film Festival is coming soon, March 18th to 22nd. For that, that'll also have the premiere of It's Time, the Chucky e. Mullen story that uh, Brad Gaines has been involved with and some uh, some others. That's that Friday night. There's also a uh, charity fundraiser thing on that Wednesday night that some of the former Ole Miss uh, Chucky e. Mullen's Courage Award winners will be in attendance and, and Brad and some other ones. So you can find out more at OxfordFilmFest.com or again, visit OxfordMS.com slash events. Look. Part of what the psyche is doing right now, not just, I mean, locally a lot, because almost has a really good baseball team and trying to play this thing out, let's be honest. But sports has always been our escape. Sports has always been the thing that in tragedy, we remember George Bush with the vest, or we remember whatever. I mean, sure. you know, after after Lynn Bias or anything else, we, we, it's been what we clung to. And when that is kind of taken away in the middle of everything else and the upheaval, I think that's what a lot of this emotional response is right now, too. That the... The hobby, the pastime, the the way we sort of clear our minds is clearly being stopped in front of our faces, and I think that I think that changes the psyche of America a little bit amongst people that that are that are that are sports fans. I think it changes everything. I think it's a a negative mental state. Um, and when you associate that with a, with a lot of SEC towns, I mean Oxford especially. I mean I mentioned to Jeffrey. Right now, more than anything else, I'm I'm terrified local economy wise. I mean, you're you're, you're talking about. I was talking to a square owner yesterday who said that in April, if kids are gone and these games don't happen, normally probably looking at a 66 percent decrease in sales over last year. Yeah. Um, or at least what was expected. I talked to another uh, store owner who said that basically inventory had already been purchased and you're stuck with. They can't be sold um, through, through 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 a store. So. A lot of that stuff is on my mind. You've got potentially schools shutting down. Well, and I, again, this is not big picture saying, "Hey, you can't do anything." But what about the kids who depend depend on school for food? What about the people who have nowhere to go? What about these hourly workers that if you don't have this, they literally go into that they become impoverished? Like, what what about all these things? I mean, I well, they're gonna have I, to come. I, that's I, the, here's, I'm not being rude. I'm not being insensitive. But at some point, there is a negative to this as well. Well, of course. But the sports don't matter. That's not what I'm talking about. I know, but what I'm trying to say is, yeah, the, the universities are going to like they're going to have to keep some food services available. They're going to have to do some things for students. Elementary school kids, though. I know. I don't. I, I I anticipate that call in the next week. I think you're going to see school systems all. I, listen, I think as a society, we're getting ready to sacrifice. We're getting ready to. But li- is it sacrifice or is it death? I don't know. For us, it's sacrifice. We're not. That we're not who I'm talking about. No, I mean, I, I think I think we're about to test our systems. I think yeah. we're about to get. I think as a country, as a, as a state, as a local economy, all of those things, we're about to get tested. Yeah, I mean, you and I are not impacted nearly as bad as some people would be. I, I mean, I hope you can acknowledge not. that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, at least it would take longer. I mean, it, it would just, take. Yeah, I mean, look. you know, we. But what the medical people are saying, and I think at some point you have to start looking around the country and going, okay, wait, the Pope didn't go to Mass. Mm-hmm. You have to look around and go, Ireland is canceling the St. Patrick's Day parade. They are. This is not all American politics. Smart people are saying, hey, guys, we got to get this thing under control. It's a global pandemic. 
I've been on the we're overreacting page for all, all, all week, and I'm, I'm now to a place where maybe this is what we need to do. Maybe it's time to do the cleansing thing, to hit the, re, the refresh button. Maybe everybody's just going to have to live differently for a little while. I mean, I, I, I get it. I'm, I, I hate it for, for businesses and such. I, I hope that, you know, I didn't get to hear the president last night. I've seen parts of it. Um, I've seen him get some praise from both sides about, uh, hey, we're going to figure out some stimulus packages to help people through this. Um, you know, we, we're shutting down the travel from Europe, which is probably really smart. When he tried to, when he shut down the travel from China, he got killed. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, called him a racist. I'm not a Trump defender, but he was right. You know, we spent. There's a lot of, there's a lot of blame to go around across the board. Um, but I, I think we're like I, I was saying a minute ago. I interrupted myself. I I think schools are going to shut down, at least for a while. I fully anticipate the Oxford schools are on spring break right now. I fully anticipate a punt. Hey, we're going to take another week of spring break. We're going to maybe take two more weeks of spring break. And does that stress people? Yeah, man. I mean, be a really good time to be a babysitter. People got to figure it out. I mean, I I, I, I don't. I'm I, worried about the kids that don't have that ability. Yeah, I know. That, that, that's my, that's and, my and, concern. And we're going to have to do some things where we, maybe we have some, some in-school stuff where some people have to step up. I, I don't. I don't know what happens. This is as as we told Campbell last night. I'm 50 years old. I've never experienced this. This is someone said the closest thing that America's ever had to this goes back to like 1918. Okay. So we're all in uncharted territory, and so as a society, we're probably about to have to figure it out. <clears throat> My other concern, a little bit, is that. And I don't know. I mean, I, again, I'm, I'm not not a scientist. I'm not an economist either. The way our economy is built, can do you just hit a button and automatically restart it? You know what I mean? Like, there, there there's some issue too on that side of it. On okay, well, how quickly does that take? Because I feel like we got to shift through some gears a little bit for for a, an economy built in in this fashion to this size. So well, we as a nation have always been incredibly resilient. Yeah. And. My guess is that we will be resilient again. But, you know, like I said, it's we're about to get tested a little. And maybe, maybe, and I hope, this is my hope. My hope is that the people that are hoping, and, and there are some smart people saying this, three to four weeks. Three to four weeks. Then we can start to get back to normal. I hope in three to four weeks, Campbell goes back to Fayetteville and finishes her fall, her spring semester, gets to hang out with her friends and take her final exams and all of that stuff. I hope that the Oxford kids get to come back and finish at Ole Miss. I hope that the high school graduations happen. I hope that the kids get to go to prom. I hope for all of those things. And maybe this thing kind of dies out and in the middle of April – They've been able to survive the baseball season. Maybe they, like for Ole Miss, maybe they just had to take two weeks off where they shut it down and they can resume and go, hey, we're going to play a 24-game conference schedule. It's going to be all right. We'll convene in Hoover and we'll play and yeah. we'll Weeks figure it out. two through five are canceled. Maybe so. Go ahead. I'm, that's what I hope for. But I think this expect, this. I, I think it's time for everyone to get past this. This is nothing but a political whatever I think it's become obvious that it is more than that. That when 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 
you see the way that forget sports for a minute. You see the way that Apple and Microsoft and some of these companies have have reacted by telling their employees stay home. They're they're getting medical information somewhere. It's the one thing I'd love to talk to some of the people who were in Nashville yesterday. What medical information are you getting? What are th- what are they telling you? Because I think kicking the can down the road three weeks buys time. There's no point in doing a hey, let's just shut it all down today. Well, like you said, it's both. I mean, it's what Jeffrey said. It's, it's two or three things. And as as American media consumers, we, you, whomever, are so bad at going, hey, there are some bilateral things. It's such a media consumption because of the way the media acts most of the time is so unilateral right now. It's It's got to be one thing. Just one thing. That's it. Can't be two. Can't be three. Can't be ten. There can be no nuance. It's one thing. It can be all these things. Hey, as Jeffrey said, it can be a litigation decision in a lot of ways. It could also be a very serious medical thing too. I mean, it, it's it's because I think both are in play here. Sure. I mean, I, I do think some of this would be a little different if you were not at all worried about legal ramifications. I do. I think it plays a role in it. Of course. But of that's course. not saying, hey, well, that means, you know, no, I'm not saying the other is not important too. I'm just saying I think all this plays in here. Um, I mean, to, to this point, the only people who have completely stuck their head in the sand is the PGA Tour. They're meeting at noon today. As of this morning, they were playing the Players' Championship as played with fans um, for round one. They sent every player a text last night basically going, hey, get ready, suit up. Um, Alan Shipnuck, a uh, golf rider, really good. He, uh, he, he got a text from an Augusta National member this morning. The Masters, obviously, is not too far away. Says, I believe the tournament will be played. Discussions are ongoing. Limiting patrons seems likely. Might be none at all. Closing practice rounds. Canceling the par three. Everything's on the table. Expect an announcement next week. Also noted, if the numbers spike, that changes everything. Meaning here in the U.S., we're hardly testing in one. If they begin widespread testing in the next week or two, the math says the numbers of dying cases will rapidly rise. That potentially changes optics, which would make them change their decision. Just saw where LeBron James is suggesting they cancel the season. The entire season? Yeah. Is that a mouthpiece comment? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think at this point he's big enough where he can speak for himself. I know, but would you? Would somebody float it for be a K? You would. Oh you, no, probably okay. not. I don't. I don't think that he would be that. I think that's just him saying. Been a long year. Um, been a long year and seventy-two days or whatever. It is. Well, but I think I think for the Lakers, that organization, it has truly been a that's long true. year. I, th- I think it has been it has been difficult. Some of those guys are probably emotionally fatigued. Let's keep it real. These are phenomenal athletes who are pretty pampered in their in their lives, and the stress is probably worn on them. And then I think they look around and they go, "Hey, if you're an NBA player today, you're going. I fly in those planes. I played against him. I bumped him just the other day. You know, stuffs. Now you find out that this thing can be caught in the air. You you it." You don't have to kiss the person to get it. You can get yeah. it in the air. You know, I mean. So. Which let's make a little differentiation there. Through not not that it is a, it travels just through people's air, but because your spittle and right. things, yeah, right, it's right, two different things. Uh, just clarifying. But it it can live in the air for a while. Yeah, you know, and and so if you if you're a player that's played for the Thunder or the Raptors or the Pistons or the Celtics or the Knicks or the Cavs, you've been exposed to Rudy Gobert in the last ten days. It's all of those players. I mean, you got to. They're all got to be thinking, hey, I need to find out what my deal is because all, it, it, it's not and, – and, again, this is the thing. Rudy Gobert's not going to die from this. He might have a tough week or two, 
But he's not going to die from this. But Rudy Gobert, I'm sure, has older family. Most of us do. So you, you have you been around people? Have you been, have you exposed people that are caretakers to people? I was talking to another journalist yesterday who was saying he wasn't going to Nashville because he's like, I take care of my mom. She's in her seventies. Not calling, as you said, at this point, this is not one hundred percent media driven by any means or politically driven. Media plays a role. How do you think? I'm not saying they will. I'm just curious. Adam Carolla was talking about a couple days ago, hey, this thing is going to change tone a little when somebody we know gets it. Rudy Gobert has it. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have it. They're in Australia. What do you think the media response is when Hanks recovers from this in like four days and it's fine? I don't know. Does it get covered up? Or they go, hey, if you're under whatever, chill out. Because at this point, not a lot of media is saying chill out on anything. No, I, I don't know. I, don't, I can't speak for media. I, as you know, I've, I've been very critical of both sides of the media. We, the media shouldn't have sides. I mean, yeah. I'm a big believer in this. I mean, I've consistently said this. Um, you know, I mean, I, I go to sports games, and I'm careful not to wear colors that look like either team. So if I'm in the news, I, I, you need to come across as a news reporter, as someone who doesn't vote Republican or Democrat. You need to be down the middle, but that doesn't exist in our – so I don't know. There's lots of agendas. We are in the middle of a presidential election that I assume will not be postponed. So, you know, we're, we're going to have a summer full of this is going to continue to be a political football. You know, from all accounts, Trump had a very moderate response. And when I say moderate on the political spectrum, mm-hmm. moderate response last night. Was it praised? I don't know. Trump can go back and he can honestly say in January, I tried to tell you we need to shut down travel from China and you all called me racist. Turns out he wasn't racist. He was right. Does he get credit for that? Of course not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know where it goes again. I go back to what I said a minute ago. We are in uncharted territory. We've not dealt with anything like this as a country in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know how it all gets handled and with social media and and stuff being out the way that it is out immediately. um, You know, who knows the touching the recorders thing yesterday. Just, yeah, I'm told by someone who is around that team that he did the day that he did this, he did not know that he had it. Well, I don't think he knew it. But it was dumb. But it, optically, it's one of the dumber yeah, things you've yeah, ever seen in your life yeah. at this point. Anyway. Well, if you are uh, staying home, Tyson Drugs and G&M Pharmacy can help you out because they deliver locally in the Oxford area. For G&M, 662-236-2222. They offer MedSync to even limit those uh, trips to the pharmacy to once a month. If you so wish, they will uh, fill it all on the same day and make it easy for you. Flu shots and more available again on the Square in Holly Springs or on South Lamar and Oxford with G&M Pharmacy. Again, the number 662-236-2222. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle Trust. We dropped a Mind on My Money podcast yesterday that was a lot about the coronavirus, about the markets, how they will react. Uh, some investment advice. All of that brought to you by Pinnacle Trust. It's pintrust.com, P-I-N-N trust.com. Mention that you heard about Pinnacle Trust on the podcast. You'll get 10% off your first year's fees. Um, we're brought to you by Nest and Wild. Nest and Wild is a uh, mattress company, Mississippi-based mattress company, making a high-quality mattress delivered right to your door. They make buying a new mattress easy. They're all one foot thick. They're all uh, American-made. 
incredible pricing. We'll throw in a podcast discount at nestandwild.com. Go there, enter the promo code REBEL20 and get 20% off your purchase. And here's the deal. It's a no-risk decision. They believe in their product so much, they're offering a 99-night trial on every mattress. So try it out. Sleep on it for 99 nights. And if you don't like it, return it. Be at your door in three to five days. Again, nestandwild.com. We are also brought to you by the Iron Horse Grill. Iron Horse Grill is uh, live music four times per week. Perfect place to enjoy lunch, dinner, or Sunday brunch in the Jackson area. It's 320 East Pearl Street. They've added the largest outdoor patio in Jackson right there along the Illinois Central Railroad. You can also check out the Mississippi Music Experience Museum on the second floor of the restaurant. So make it part of your next stop in Jackson with a double decker just around the corner. It's funny how they, you, you say things and you go, well, I wonder. Let's hope uh, with double decker just around the corner. As of yesterday, still on. I yeah. thought somebody over there. Yeah, let's, you know, certainly hope so. Uh, Blue Delta Jeans excited to announce the first, uh, the first ever Blues Alley, Saturday, April the 20th. Uh, South 11th Alley will be closed to traffic for the day from 1030 to 4. They'll have music by uh, Joe Austin and the Tallahatchies and Jake and the Pearl Street Jumpers. Be a great place to escape the madness on the square. Enjoy a drink from the Lyric Bar and talk with the folks at Blue Delta about your next pair of Blue Delta jeans. The uh, studio will be open all double-decker weekend, including Sunday morning. But the best way to skip the line is to set up your private fitting by emailing info at bluedeltajeans.com or by DMing Blue Delta jeans. Uh, Key told me yesterday that as of that moment, um, no changes to spring football. Again, we'll see. It's 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 it, give it a minute. Who knows? So, yeah, I asked some people, not at Ole Miss, but just in general. Baylor has delayed. Ole Miss is obviously first opponent. They have delayed until March twenty third at the minimum is where they are right now. They yeah. put everything off for essentially ten days to see what's up. I anticipate. That's what's going to come out of the league here in the next three days. To put everything off? To push everything. I think this March 30th number is a magic number for right now for the league. So Ole Miss was set to start spring on March the 18th and again, March 17th. And again, I don't know this. My fairly educated guess based on talking to people around the league a little bit is that at a minimum, Ole Miss will push that back to March the 31st, I think. You know, and given the fact that realistically, again, realistically, you're probably not going to have spring games, if you will. You could still get spring practice in. But I do wonder, and you and I talked about this yesterday, I do wonder can you get spring practice in if you don't have classes going on on campus? Yeah. You know, and I don't know the answer to that. And again, we're. That was something they were looking into yesterday that was undetermined. Yeah, but you could you could get fifteen practices in a three week period. You, you, you just change your plan, or you could just get ten practices in. It, it's not going to impact anything. So and they might they might agree across the league. Hey, we're going to cut it from fifteen practices to ten practices. No one's going to have a spring game. Blah blah blah. Make it uniform. Where for the one one hundredth of one percent of people who would be worried about fairness as it pertains to spring football, they'd be satiated. I, I don't know. Who knows? So I opened up with it a minute ago. Have you gone and made sure you've gotten everything for the next six months and say, uh, every store is going to close and we have no ability to get out of the house for, for most of 2020? I don't think that's what's going to happen. 
Um, I'm going to go to the store today. I am going to buy some canned well, goods. No, I, I, and I get some of that. My issue here is, and I'm probably pissing people off, and I apologize, sort of. You don't need to buy 300 rolls of toilet paper. We are creating our own shortage. That, that is the problem here. I was talking to somebody yesterday who said Australia literally ran out of toilet paper. The continent. Yeah. I checked last night because I was just curious for this podcast. It's 40 bucks on Amazon. Toilet paper. Yeah. Wow. So it was sold out. Like we're we're showing that thank goodness, knock on wood, it doesn't get worse. This pandemic's not like killing everybody because we would not handle it well. Oh no, no. You, you Any get, type of adversity and we freak out. Yeah, of course. Go buy everything. I, you, it's like I was I did need a few things and I, I got like one of everything. Somebody was like, Well, why why don't you get ten? It's like, well, because when I do that, that somebody else can't get it. Like we're gonna be all right. Like you Kroger is probably not shutting down tomorrow. They're they're gonna figure this out. I just <laughs> I'm so annoyed right now. I'm <laughs> It'll be a, it'll be a, probably a pretty, probably pretty couple of good months for uh, marriage counselors, think so. divorce attorneys. Uh, Everybody stuck in a house together for whatever this time period. It'll be is. a lot of togetherness. People are gonna lose, people are gonna lose it. People are gonna, people are gonna get a little antsy with one another. You know, I've got a handful of books that I've been wanting to read. You know, I've always played with this children's book that I've half written. I'm probably going to have some free time. I mean, I don't, I had anticipated next week being really heavy spring football and, and, uh, I don't think we're going to be covering spring football. I'm not planning to do stories about the New Jersey numbers right now. (laughs) Developing. (laughs) Developing story. (laughs) What number will Devon Clowney wear? Um, I just, you know, I think I think I think it's going to uh, be an interesting time, and hopefully, cooler heads prevail. But I'm not. That's 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 really trusting people. Luckily for me, Chase, as you know, I've been into social distancing now for about four years. So I'm, this is this is not going to be as much of an adjustment for me as it's going to be for some others. I think the golf course is safe. Very open, a lot of air. It's all right. Yeah. Just stay away from people. I think the golf course is fine. Yeah, I'll just go play golf every day. Whatever. Uh, I might else take to up do. golf. Hey, won't have anything else to do. Well, I mean that's the thing. I, I mean I do. I think people, you know, like Jay and and Gabe and I have a group text where Jay was like, "What are we? What are we going to do? What are we going to write? What are we going? I don't know." You know, I mean, I, one of the things on this site that we do and we've done it, we we build community. That community's not going away. Hopefully, so. You know, you just, everybody sort of rides it out. Oh, the message board's been even more active, just chatting it up. Again, I I sort of go back and lean on this. We have, I've been listening to this American Elections podcast. This is not the most politically divided we've ever been. Not even close. This country always sort of survives. We always get through things, and we'll get through this too. Going to be okay. And if the worst thing that happens is we don't get a NBA playoffs, we'll, we'll we'll make it. We'll get through it. If 
the worst thing that happens is we don't have an NCAA tournament. Yeah, March is going to be different, but and who knows? Maybe they decide to play the thing, and TV ratings are off the charts. Well, they'll be fine. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I don't know. We'll see. I'm. It's a fascinating next few days. I'm. It's what time is it now? It's nine fourteen in the morning as we tape this, and and the SEC tournament is scheduled to begin in two hours and forty six minutes. Which means they're probably going ahead with the morning session. And I think the ACC tournament is scheduled to begin in one hour and 46 minutes, which means they're probably going to go ahead. And frankly, they're probably going to get pretty good ratings today. So it's a it's a talking point, and I hope that the, the broadcast crews are uh, – and they were last night from what I listened to. They were, they were very aware in the first game – that Sankey was making that announcement in the second game. That yeah. that got out pretty quick. Yeah. Because a lot of the, the – the reason it got out so fast, by the way, in case anybody wonders, is the dance teams and cheerleading teams and bands were told, you guys need to start making plans to go home. You're not staying here. If your team wins, you're not coming today. Mm-hmm. going to be a weird feel for it. No cheerleaders. Think about the NCAA tournament, all the cutaways to the bands, cheerleaders, fans. No one's. All those, you know, the 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 cobra, Surrender co- yeah, cobra, yeah, yeah. the kid crying. I mean that, nothing, just play. Well, I mean, I'm, it's why if they do play it, I'm really interested in Swayze tomorrow night because it's gonna be strange. Yeah, it's gonna be like, like creating your own energy. I mean, an intra squad scrimmage. Yeah, like Kendall texted me last night and was like, "Hey, media's in, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I think, like, perhaps." I mean. And they got to be cool with that. We got to, yeah. you got to, you can't just open that because I had several people go. If no, I start I think a blog, it's, no, it, it's it's either no new credentials or it's essentially, hey, somebody like Kendall, like, hey, okay, you, you're, it's, it's a reputable thing. They're not just going to start allowing, um, JHV in with his horse site. Um, friend of the pod and a Thunder beat writer, Maddie Lee, said last night she's self quarantining, even though yeah, have no idea, just. Don't know how long, but just for the time being, before they see what's uh, what's up. Considering last night being in the arena, so well, they were testing the jazz riders. Like Tony Jones got really? tested. Yeah, I don't know what the result of that test was. I certainly hope for his sake that it was negative and that he can go home and he's okay. But he has certainly been exposed to Rudy Gobert. Yeah, which is why this is we're just in weird land right now. All right, we will uh, cut there. We'll talk to you again tomorrow about uh, probably a lot of the same things, but we'll uh, we'll figure it out. We'll try to be interesting, try to be a little new, and I'm sure something will come out as the day moves along. So uh, be safe, take care, buy all the toilet paper you can find, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.